Hey, cuz. Yes. What's been going on? Nothing much. I was waiting for our intro. Why, do you have lyrics already? No. Oh, it's time to start the podcast with no lyrics because my cousin is being a little mm, 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 I don't want to say what I'm thinking about calling you over the phone. It starts with a B and ends with an itch, but I won't be more specific than that. Oh, this is kind of a rock version of it. Uh, uh, it's time to hit news with number two, cuz. Do you have any Facebook news today? No. no, I didn't pull anything up. Skipping the Facebook news. We're gonna go into our lives with you and open up and share something with the world to see. And please don't judge us because we're just humans like you. And she's a human too. And I don't care that she's not writing lyrics because I get to live my fantasy of being a rock star I'm running dry on the lyrics. You got to come up with something sooner or later. I will. Oh, man. I rushed through breakfast because I think I, I feel something brewing in the pot. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Well, uh, at least so, you got a good pot to brew in. Yeah, I have a big pot to brew in. This thing is giant. I need to lose <laughs> weight so bad. I keep saying that. You know, I I, I read someplace that, that it's bad to tell people your ideas or your plans because then... In some way, it tricks your brain into thinking you're doing something about about it. So instead of just talking about it, you should just start doing it. That True. way, because your brain thinks, well, you know, you're telling people your plans, you're telling your people your intentions. So, hey, look, man, you're a step closer to your goals. Nah, not really. You're just talking. Oh, wait, mm. this might just be gas. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to take a gamble <laughs> on this one. <laughs> <laughs> it was just gas. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, man. I agree. I I think I know what you say. What you're saying, cause uh-huh. but the more you talk about it, mm-hmm. you talk about it the same people, you're gonna hear yourself and realize you're not doing anything but talking. Well, yeah, that's so what I realize I'm doing. Yeah, because I keep saying I need something. to lose weight, but I'm not doing anything about it. Especially if you would have checked out the breakfast I had. Oh my god! It was Do you go ahead. <clears throat> What do I want? Do you find it helpful when you go and you order now and these fast food places or restaurants have the calories listed? It means absolutely shit to me. Oh, I, my God. I don't even sorry. look at it. I don't. You need to look at it. No, it doesn't matter because I know if I'm going to a fast food place, I know I'm being unhealthy anyway. So it doesn't matter what I'm ordering. You think because I order something that only has 800 calories instead of 900 calories, it's going to do me any better? No. Uh, no, that's not the goal. <laughs> no, because I, I'm not going to go to a fast food place and order a salad. I'm going to get brown lettuce, soggy tomatoes, and it's going to taste like shit. I don't even oh go to a God, salad place to order a salad. 
I went to Jack in the Box not too long ago, and I was like, I really don't want to eat bad, but I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a salad, and I got two tacos. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, this is not too bad. It was a side salad, and the you know two for ninety nine cent tacos that they have. Well, they're not ninety nine cents anymore. This must have been an old story. Right. No, they've gone up, but that's okay. Yeah, I, I'm, adi- I'm addicted to their tacos too. I. I <laughs> I can't. For, I used to stop by there for breakfast because it was so cheap, and I would get like six tacos mm. for breakfast. These aren't breakfast tacos. These are, you know, middle of the day tacos. You know, two o'clock of, in the morning tacos. Yeah, <laughs> after the bar. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so cuz, what's been going mm. on? Um, it's been quite an eventful week. Yeah, um, you you told me that you were going someplace for like a little vacation for the 4th of July. We did. We did. We went to um, the Big Underworld Casino, and we booked for two nights. We went swimming. It's really nice. Um, we went to the pool a couple of days, for both days, and because a margarita and probably a 12 ounce cup was fifteen fifty. So you're telling you me it was really cheap the there. Very affordable. <laughs> he could go into the casino and get a free one. <laughs> Why didn't you do that? I didn't buy it. I was oh. like, what? And then, um, so what we did <laughs> was we went to the bar at the pool. We got an, a cup of ice water, which was free, thank God, because it was super hot out there. And they, I guess they want their people to be hydrated. But we got a cup of ice water. Um, and they and I drank it down. <laughs> we took the cups up to our room. I had taken my own alcohol. Oh, my <laughs> so goodness. I made uh, basically a margarita on the rocks. And took it back downstairs and of course I drank mine pretty fast but of course you did and, yeah I know I'm bad <laughs> so um, anyway but all I needed was one drink and that was fine because it was so hot I didn't want to you know yeah it's not good to drink you know, alcohol dehydrating dehydrating right um, we went to play I only played like I just played a couple of times that was the second day we were there um, and I actually won some money. Hey, look at you. Congratulations. I, know. I was like, what? Are you comfortable um, talking about how much you, you won? Yeah, I actually won. The My biggest hit was like $350. Dang, good for you, cuz. <clears throat> but I, I mean, total was um, what I cashed out at was 500 mm-hmm. And I'd only put in like $20. So, um, I got it up to close to 700, but I, you know, was playing thinking, ah, I'm going to win more. Ah, let me just keep playing. (laughs) That's the nature of gambling. That's, that's why it becomes an addiction. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know, when I hit my biggest hit with a 350, I was at 500. So I was like, when I seen that it got close to the 500, I was like, okay, I'm going to cash out. Yeah. And I, I got out $500. Nice, cause good for you. So did I that know. pretty much cover your vacation? Um, yes, it did. Um, but you didn't pay for it 
So you got $500 extra in your pocket. Good for you. I didn't pay for it, but because there were a few incidents, a couple of incidents, um, we ended up getting our money back for the upgrades because... What happened? They send you these comp things. We get comp rooms, and that's what we went on. So, yeah. Um, but we paid to get upgraded to have a room with the pool view and uh, two double beds. So, all right. So, so, who cares about the room? What happened that you got the refund? Um. Okay. What were these incidents? Well, the first incident was I didn't get. We checked in uh, before. We checked in three o'clock Tuesday. Okay. I didn't get my room until eight o'clock that night. So you had to wait five hours for your room. Yes. And I kept, they kept saying, well, you're already checked in. You can access any of the amenities in the hotel. So that's when we had went the first day to go swim. And I'm like soaking wet, walking back in to the hotel. I'm like, I need my room. Well, it's being clean. And I'm like, okay. So I go back in. I'm Again, when I say soaking wet, I'm like dripping because you can't take the the swimming with the, the towels back into the hotel you have to have your own and I didn't have my own because it was in my luggage <laughs> <laughs> anyway so, so, you're, um, wait, so you go into the, the lobby and you're at the front desk and you're leaving a trail of water behind you because probably okay yes. all right because while I'm standing there waiting in line at the front desk I'm like dripping I mean like I feel the water like running down my leg <laughs> <laughs> Um, so finally at eight o'clock, I get my room and I go and I shower, whatever. I say my room because the kids actually had their room. All right. Nobody uh, cares about this detail. Okay. (laughs) So Thursday morning we get up, I have to take the least work and I noticed that my neck starts to, I was like, I woke up to my neck itching, like behind my ear part, that area, neck and shoulder. Let me just stop you real fast. So this doesn't sound like it's going to reflect very well on the on the hotel. So I'm going to go back and yeah. beep out the name of the hotel. And from okay. henceforth, let's just call it the Hotel Casino or okay. the Casino Hotel or the Hotel and Casino. Okay. Okay. So you wake so, up, you take Louise to work, and you feel yes. something on your neck. Yes. And I, the light's on, and I'm looking because there was a bug crawling on the pillow a little black small bug bigger than a flea because i'll tell you why i say that didn't jump but it was crawling so i got my camera and i recorded it and i immediately called the front desk i'm like i need somebody to come up here because there there's there's bugs and i say bugs because then i look in the bed and there's another one oh my goodness all i've seen were two so front desk people, maintenance manager, whatever, they never get there. I take Louise to his job site, come back, call the front desk again, and let them know I'm there. There are no bugs in sight. Of course, now I'm thinking I should have picked them up and put them in a little cup. Yeah. And to hold them so they could see. Well, the guys finally get up there. They get their flashlights. They take everything off the bed as they're looking, you know, they're peeling right. off the sheets. They peel off, the, they lift up the mattress. They get under. Was there a dead hooker under there? No. Oh, okay. 
But they're giving me every story in the book that it's probably because we left the balcony door open. It's this, it's that, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, whatever. I'm not buying it. You call Did it what you, show you them want. The video? I know what I saw. <clears throat> they're like, well, we're not finding anything. And, and we're not saying that, that you didn't see anything in your bed. Okay, whatever. So I'm like, well, look, I'm, I'm checking out anyway. So I'm done. Go downstairs. I asked to speak to a manager because I'm like, look, we paid for an upgrade. It took me five hours to get my room. And I want my money back. Yeah, we get the room. You know, just, and there's a fucking bug in my bed. That bug didn't yes. pay for the upgrade. <laughs> yes. So, long story short, the manager did give me the money back. and Did they give you any hassle? Uh, a what? Did they give you any hassle? Did they not want to give you your money back? No. Okay. No. No. So they're they're um, probably aware of a problem. Like this is yes. probably not the first time it's happened. No. And um, I didn't even mention the night before Isabel and them stayed probably about five rooms down from us, six rooms down from us. Yeah. And um, she was coming to our room to pick, pick up something. Anyway, she heard the hotel maintenance person and a lady in the room over from her that there were bugs in her bed oh and they walked goodness. out carrying her sheets. Oh, what what kind of, these weren't like, I don't know what bed bugs look like. I've never seen them, but do you think that's what that was? Or do you I think, do. It was, oh my goodness. I think they were bed bugs. Oh, cause so listen, I, you know, you know that they travel, right? They can get in your luggage yes. in your, okay. Yes. Um, I did not, um, I don't, I don't want to say like, if there are bed bugs, and I think, I do think that most, I think a lot of hotels do have them. Probably. And I don't know necessarily that they're, I mean, it's dirty to have, but. Well, I mean, they, um, they, they bite you. They, they suck your blood out. I think. Yeah. I don't know enough about this. I'm going to stop talking because I'm not an authority on this. Well, the um, hotel manager was like, we're, we're not, we're not saying that they are. We're not saying that they're not. And I'm like, well, look, those guys went up there. I said, and they said they didn't see anything. I said, one of them kept looking into the panel of the, like the headboard. It's part of the, it's on the wall. Yeah. It's built in. And, uh, I don't know if you've ever, like, when you see something and you don't want other people to know that you've seen something, yeah. you just kind of keep looking at it. <laughs> yeah. That's what he was doing. What do you mean? Wait. Like, oh, I found something. Oh. Sorry. Oh, so he, you think he saw something while he was in the room with you? Yes. Okay. And he didn't say he did, but I just got that feeling. Like, this dude... This dude just seen something. <laughs> he just keeps looking in the same area. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's like, I'm going to find you so, without them seeing me find you. Yeah, and the manager was like, "Yeah, I don't know why they like to get into those creases of those headboards." And I just kind of well, wanted to like, "They're bugs." You just confirmed. Yeah. Like you, you just confirmed that you know that there are issues and that it's common for these bed bugs or bugs to get into these rooms. You should have slammed your fist on the on the on the desk like this. Hang on, I'm gonna set this up. Hang on. Should have been like this. 
Damn it, that wasn't loud enough. Hang on, let me do it again. <laughs> Guilty! <laughs> Give me my money back. Yeah. And I want some free playing money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll never happen. Well, actually, they might. They might give you a little bit. No. And I told them, I was like, look, we upgraded. It wasn't much. It was $40 to, to upgrade. Yeah. But it wasn't an upgrade. I was like, well, no, because you didn't have a place. And then I wake up to bugs. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't have any type of bugs. I'm not saying they're bed bugs. I'm not saying, but you just shouldn't shouldn't have any type of bugs in your room. Right. Like, yeah, much less in the bed. I I don't care if it was Bugs Bunny and I'm a big fan of his. I don't want him in my room. That's crazy. Because that sucks. I'm sorry. So, I mean, that kind of ruined your vacation, I guess. Did everyone, anyone else have that problem? No. um, My mom mentioned that she, sorry, you're going to hear some squeaking. Your mom, my mom, (laughs) my mom mentioned later on that she felt like she had been itching and stuff. Uh, And I was like, well. It's hard to tell with your mom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding, Aunt Mary. I love you. But seriously. Um, yeah, so, but. You know what it might have been? Your mom's what? like really, really, really old. It might have just been dry skin. <laughs> Not really old. <laughs> oh, man. I hope she listens to that. I'm just kidding, Aunt Mary. I love you. But seriously. Um, but other than that, I don't think anyone else had any issues. Um, and we've never had problems like that before. And we stayed there. I'd say a good a good amount of times. Um, so so hopefully this, it's not. Would you go back? Devastation. I think it might be a while. But you'll and give, if I do go back, I'm not going to stay on the 18th floor. <laughs> <laughs> but you would like if, after enough time has passed, you would give them another chance. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. cool. All right, so that's not too bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I said, it wasn't. You know, I didn't feel like they were. Dirty, dirty. I just felt like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, the amount of, amount of traffic that goes through those places, um, especially being a casino that, you know, it just, I don't know. Anyway, but it didn't get much better for me later that day. I'm sorry. Well, did anything good happen this week? Um, Besides winning the money. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. No. <laughs> well, it couldn't get much worse than that, though. Was that the worst thing that happened this week? No. No. It, it got worse. Um, the bed bugs followed you home. No. And now they're holding um, you ransom. <laughs> no. Um, Luis, even though we were in Louisiana, um, he ended up having to drive back to Beaumont um, for his job and some other stuff. And so he came and he checked on the dogs and fed them. And, you know, so there was not a day that, the you know, that the dogs didn't, that, no, that the dogs didn't see us and, you know, right. that no one was home. And so he came home and um, he said that Sandy had, was trying to get under our bed, which that's where she goes when she's scared. And Sandy's, Sandy's, one, Sandy's one of your dogs. Yes. And she's, he said, that's what she... <laughs> she's she's the ugly one. 
Yes, she's so cute. No, um, she's ugly, cause. No, she was. <laughs> so she, he said that she uh, got under the bed and he yelled at her and got her out and put her in the hallway. And he went and did stuff in that house and took the trash out and moved things from his truck to the car, blah, 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 blah. Long story short. Yeah, real long story. She got out. Oh, She sure. got out. And he didn't know that she was out. He just thought she was hiding somewhere in the house. And he left. He went hiding back to Louisiana. Hiding because she's so ugly. <laughs> hiding because she's scared of him. And she's ugly. She doesn't want to show her ugly face around anyone. <laughs> Well, I get home Thursday morning around 7.30, I guess, and I open the door, and I, I, I know immediately, like, I didn't even have the door completely open. I mean, it's unlocked, but I knew she wasn't in the house. Yes. I just She was not in the house. Does she usually make a fuss and, when you get there? Yes. she She's at the door. She's at the window. Because you're she's the only one who thinks she's cute. No. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're the only one who thinks that ugly dog is cute. No, no, no. She was cute. So the kids and I are like outside calling for her. We front, the back, inside the house. We're looking like everywhere. And there's no Sandy. So I get in the car. I'm like, I'm just going to go look for her. I didn't even make it a full block. And we found her. She had gotten hit by a car. Oh, Cause, yes, it was so sad. What day? That was Thursday. Yes. Oh man. So <laughs> we, I was like, I don't even have anything to pick her up because, one, honestly, I didn't think that I was gonna find her, and especially think that I was gonna find her like that. Yeah. And so I was like, how the kids take it? Um. They took it hard too. Were there a lot um, of tears? But, yeah. Did you? It cry wasn't too? like uncontrollable, like you know, right? <laughs> wailing or anything. <laughs> um, but they, um, Priscilla, ended up picking her. I mean, I didn't have anything to pick her up, and I was trying to think, how am I going to get her? I didn't know how she was, you know, with her. I just saw her laying there. Yeah, I don't want to be too disgusting or graphic, but I'm. I'm a, you said she got hit by a car. What was she bloody or was it just like no? Okay, so and there wasn't like she wasn't. There wasn't like mm-mm. a mess to have to worry. No. Okay. No, she had. Um, she had just a little bit of blood on her head, um, and that, she she honestly just looked like if she had been sleeping. Oh. I'm sorry, cause. So, <laughs> I mean, I know. Just, go ahead. She just got out of the car and she just like picked her up with her bare hands and set her on her lap and brought her home. We brought her home, and of course, it was like I said, that was I got home at seven thirty, so that was maybe seven fifty, if that. And we started. Um, you had a terrible. I didn't know week. where to put her. Huh. I said, you've had a terrible week. Yeah, it's been pretty rough. <laughs> Look, I know I used to always make fun of Sandy for being ugly. I still do. I mean, but she was cute in her own way. And I, 
you know, I was only teasing when I would call her, when I would refer to her as that ugly little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that was my way of saying, look, you're ugly, but I still love you. You bitch. No, I'm, jo- I'm joking. No, I, I don't know. That's just the way we are teasing even animals. Just yeah, she teasing was sweet, the though. Yeah, she was a sweet dog. I'm sorry. She. Oh, but, no, it's okay. No, no, no. I'm t- hey, look, I have some feelings about this, too, because while yeah. I didn't have a relationship with her like you did, like I said, I still enjoyed teasing her. I would see her and pretend like, you know, kind of brush her away and say, oh, Sandy, you're one ugly little bitch. I'm going to miss her. I'm going to miss <laughs> saying that because that was my joke. That was, that was, I would say that and I would always get a little bit of laughter out of you. I, you know, she obviously didn't understand me. She looked at, up at me with that wild, <laughs> hairy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the snaggle tooth, whatever. I don't know. Just, oh. Yeah. Well, cause I, I hope she haunts you in your dreams. No, she's, it's, I don't know if you ever heard of like, um, and I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say this because some people might not, you know. We'll say uh, it. I'm not comparing her to a person. No, you know, I but know, but she's like I a member her, of the family. You know, we had her for 13 years. Oh my goodness. Had it been that long? Yes. It seems like half that. No. We had her for 13 years. Okay. So Priscilla is how old now? 17. So since she was four, this dog has been in her life. So that's probably one of the reasons why she was, she had no problem picking her up because she's grown up with her. Yeah. Oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was hard. And but I don't know if you've ever heard of, um, like when they say like a cardinal comes to your yard, it's because someone that has passed away is visiting you. I'm not. Have you ever heard that? I don't think so. Okay. There's, um, I, I didn't know about it either, but, you know, through Facebook and then through people that I've talked to at work. Yeah. You know, they, when they tell me that, you know, that they're like, you know, my boss, like her, her dad sometimes will come and she knows it's him and it's a red cardinal that comes because that day that that happened with Sandy. Yeah. I was trying to keep myself together, and so I went outside and I sat down because it was almost like I knew, like there was a, a little a red cardinal that came, and he like sat on the table, not sat, but he, he stopped the table. He flew there, he pulled up a little chair, sat down, <laughs> got out his newspaper, started smoking his pipe. He was like, "Yeah, there's no little dog chasing me away today." Yeah, and and then he well that chapel was out there and he didn't even bother it. Well, that's because so it he was knew. almost like like I was like that was her telling me she's okay. Well, that's good because I hate yeah. to tell you this story. Speaking of cardinals, I went to visit a friend of mine <laughs> who I hadn't seen in a while uh, earlier this week, and uh, he he has a new dog. He's had for a, he's had for a little while, but it's been so long since I've seen him. And he was telling me a story about a cardinal that flew into his yard and the dog jumped up and snatched him out of the air and killed it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm wondering how that's not funny. No, (laughs) (laughs) well, that's just nature. I'm not, I'm not trying, you know, I'm not saying that that was Sandy coming to visit me at my friend's house because why would she? I'm saying, 
what does that Cardinal come back as? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to Google that. <laughs> that's horrible. It, well, look, that's just nature. That's how nature works. I don't know. All right. Chapel didn't. Chapel, because if there's a ladybug crawling, Chapel, like. Oh, look, it's not like, all animals. Not all animals do that. But when animals do that, you can't be upset at the animal. That's just how. That's their instinct. I guarantee you. All right, Chapel may be docile and laid back or whatever. And by the way, Chapel is your other dog. Yeah. But if something something triggers that instinct in him and he attacks something and, and hurts it or kills it, it's not like it was premeditated. That was just his instinct. Yeah. I get it. I just think it's kind of funny. Well, yeah, it is. I funny. mean, it's not like. What? This, this guy I used to work with, he was for a while watching. Um, I don't know what kind of bird it was, but had had its nest, and he, I mean, he was like, you know, there's little baby eggs in it, and baby he, eggs, you know, as opposed to the full grown eggs, but eggs. Yeah, eggs I'm, I'm messing with you. Go ahead. I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. <laughs> and um, he said he would go out every day, you know, before he went to work, and then when he came home, and he just was watching the eggs to see the progress. And he, one day he came in, he was pissed off. We're like, what happened? He was like, the damn cat. The damn cat <laughs> ate the whole, just threw everything up. It's like he knew what he was doing. Well, that's, 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 oh, that's what animals that's do. How, they've got to eat, too. I mean, if even if someone's feeding them, like I said, it's a cat. It's is a, it's, nature, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in the same family as like a lion or a tiger, not a bear. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> No, but lions and tigers and and jaguars and panthers and bobcats and house cats. They're all in the same family, man. You know, they're just they're, there's that instinct to to attack and eat and dominate. I don't like yeah. cats though, so screw them. I like dogs. But you know what sucks? Actually, I like cats. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. I do. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not a big fan of cats, but I will say this. They're probably the most vicious animals in the wild because as much as I love dogs, the only wild dog I can think of is maybe a hyena or a, a jackal might be a wild dog. I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. I guess a wolf technically is too, but a wolf against a tiger or against a lion. <laughs> no fucking cat's going to win that right? battle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? No, they have no chance. <laughs> oh, no, they don't, unfortunately. But anyway. Yeah. So speaking of wild so, animals, that brings us to our topic today. Dun, 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 dun. I thought you knew what the topic was. And our was. topic of today is? Our topic is, what are your hopes for the future? Which has absolutely nothing to do with wild animals. Unless, you plan on, <laughs> unless you're planning on being some sort of zoologist or a biologist or a veterinarian or something. <laughs> And you just haven't told me about it. Yeah. No. No, I, I thought we could build but on. There's a wild animal inside of us, I think. Really? What's What's your wild I, animal? I mean, well, it's, I guess, I don't, sometimes I think it's our courage. Oh, stop it. Our, You're just making this up off the top of your head right now. Hang on. I want to reintroduce the topic. 
Okay. And our topic today is. Dun, 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 dun. What are your hopes for the future? My hopes for the future. Wait, no, 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 because you're not playing along. (laughs) You're supposed to react to that music. I did. I was like, dun-dun-dun-dun. No, it's not dun-dun-dun-dun. Do you not hear this music? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Nothing? All right, let me try try to introduce it this way. Our topic this week is... What are your hopes for the future? How is that? The future today or the future tomorrow? Yeah, because (laughs) (laughs) I want a response to the music. I think I like the first one. All right, hang on. Wait, wait. Let me try this one. I'm going to introduce it this way. Our topic this week is... (laughs) I'm sorry. I think I like that one, too. (laughs) No, that makes it sound too... uh, uh, so, so you prefer this one? Our topic this week is... No, I can't get it. That sounds overmodulated. I, you, you, I, liked you, I liked it the way you did it the first time. My okay. response, I don't... I didn't... I mean, I don't really have a... I mean, I like the music. I like oh. the way it goes together. No, I was just playing that music because we're Mexican. Oh. <laughs> I think our hope for the future is to be able to be equal with others. <laughs> As Mexicans? Yes. Well, people don't view this as stealing jobs. No, no, no. no. I meant for you, like personally. Oh, for oh, you oh, or, and, oh. your, and maybe your family. You know, like, basically, it's, um, it's, it basically it's, it's repeating the question from last week. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, my hope for the future is to... To, to actually have a college degree and, and I'm not looking to make, you know, tons of money, but to have those credentials so that so I've, I want to feel, I want to have accomplished something in the educational area, you know, of my, with my education. That's fair. That's, that's my hope. Well, cause it's someone who um, holds two degrees and several thousands of dollars of debt I'm going to say good luck. <laughs> no. The no, well, more I get into that, you know, just studying and going to taking classes, it's, it is discouraging. No, don't be discouraged. Look, I have a problem personally with our current education system. I don't like the way it's set up. I don't like the way that things are taught in kind of a, a very uh, kind of institutionalized structure. But... I don't have any other idea on how to teach or how to change that. So, you know, it's, it's the devil we know. So I say, if you have an opportunity to get an education, even if it's through the current system that we have, take that opportunity. And I'll tell you another thing. You're much older than the typical college student, correct? Yes. You're like really, really, really old compared to them. Yes. In fact, you're old enough to be their their parent because you have a, a daughter who is I have a college student. Exactly. Yeah. How old do you feel right now? Um uh, yet, with all my issues, I feel old. 
Okay. I feel like I'm in my sixties. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just messing with you. But I, you know, I, I went back to school at a much older age. I was old enough to be, I was like twice some people's age when I started in school, school again. But I think, I think sometimes this opportunity is wasted on young people who aren't ready to, to be that serious about school or don't know what they want to do for the rest of their lives. So someone your age or my age going to school now, we definitely appreciate it more and take it more seriously. So I think, I think it's good that you waited because, you know, not to rehash old memories, but you dropped out of high school, which meant that you, you weren't even willing to, yeah, you weren't willing to even finish that. Yeah. So you might not have been as successful in college at that time as you are now. Oh, totally. I didn't even, I mean, I, my mindset then was, um, I could make, you know, sitting in a classroom with a bunch of rowdy kids and teachers that didn't care. Then I was like, I could be working, making some money and, you know, contributing to society that way right. versus sitting in that class, really not learning anything, getting a diploma and not really knowing shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And now you have I learned le- more through my work experience. Right. And now and, you have that work experience and you're going to school. So what is your, yeah. what is your hope after you get that college degree? Um, I would really like to move out of this, with the area that I live in. That's good. That's I mean, my goal is to, you know, even, I mean, the kids are growing up. So if they go off somewhere to college or stay here or stay with us, I just, the neighborhood's getting so bad, like really bad. Right. <laughs> the whole area is bad. No, I, I, I get it. We're like the third most dangerous city in the state of Texas, I think. Are you serious? Yes. When did that happen? Probably since everybody, you know, decided to start shooting and killing for no reason. There was a drive-by shooting, like, a block over from us. Guy got killed and his daughter was shot while they were sleeping. And then, like, a few days before, there was a robbery where a guy, they were shooting at each other, basically, but there was a robbery. Um that took place. And I think those two incidents were associated somehow, you know, the people had some affiliation with it, Uh but still when your street name appears on the news twice in one week involving shootings. Yeah. That's not a good sign. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) And people are tagging you on Facebook. Uh, I think y'all might need to move. Yeah, I think it's a but great. What about idea. yours, Cuz? Mine, well, I mean, mine is kind of a continuation of what my goal has been for a long time. I, I still want to write and direct films, feature-length films, and I also want to write a book. I think oh, that might cool. be, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know what kind of book. I don't know if I want it to be like a novel. I, I don't want to say this lightly, but I think, I think even a like a children's book that might be. It might be easier to start with. I'm not sure because mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I've read a children's book. But I don't know. I, I still want to continue being creative and I want to be able to 
have something legitimate. I guess in a way, like like you, I want to have, I want to be able to accomplish something. So if I could write a a legitimate book that ends up on bookshelves and bookstores that I commonly go to, I would go, hey, look, that's mine. I made that. It's out in the world now for people to see. I want that. I want to. I want to create something that people can see and still hopefully make uh, some money off of it. I'd like to be able to support myself as a creative person. Because I mean, you are creative, and yeah, I think yeah. that's a good a good goal. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's not. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you go. Okay. No, you go. <laughs> no, you. No, you. All right. Stop. No. You can go. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm working in a creative field, but I'm still creating stuff for other people. I want to create something for myself that yeah that is mine that is as much mine as it can be that that I have as much creative control over as I possibly can. I'm not looking for like full creative control because I'm not sure that's a great idea for mm-hmm. me. It might be for other people, but you know, I, I would like some restraints, I think, but when I get confident enough in my own abilities and maybe I can move forward to, to having full creative control, but you know, I'd, I'd like to be able to write a book and be like, Hey, look, I, I created this, this story came from my head. Now it's, it's out there for people to enjoy and hopefully people will enjoy it. Same thing with a movie. I would like to make them, you know, not just one, but several movies. But I see how much work goes into it, and it's a lot of work, and I don't have that much experience. So there's mm-hmm. still a lot of, a lot for me to learn before I can yeah. take those steps. Well, the important thing I think is to take those risks and those chances and those steps, even sometimes when you don't feel like you're, you're capable or you're ready. Sometimes it's just putting yourself out there. Oh, uh, no. And I have the worst confidence for this sort of thing. I've gotten better over the years, but oh my goodness, I doubt myself so much. Yeah. I think it's just in our um, family. Yeah. I was going to say culture, but I was like, no, it's, it's much. It's, I think it's just in our family. It's like, and I even see it with my kids. It's like, I'm like, you can do this, you know, da, da, da. and I can see sometimes I think I've made them like doubt themselves, second guess themselves, question to where they're like, am I going to make her mad if I do this? Yeah. Well, because I'll tell you this, and with all honesty, you failed as a parent. Mm, yeah, I guess. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I told you that. I think you're a good parent. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, it's hard, man. It's, it's hard to. Like, I'm speaking out of my ass because I'm not a parent, but I think it's hard to instill a certain amount of confidence in your child without making them disillusioned and thinking that everything should be perfect for them. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a fine line to, 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 to walk when you're trying to let them know that they're capable of doing stuff, but they can't do whatever they want, whenever they want, because then you create a little asshole and there's enough assholes in the world. Yeah, I'm talking has, to one right now. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there has to be boundaries. They have to know. They have to set their boundaries because if they don't know, they're just going to keep. Well, they're I mean, going to go as far as they can. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, know, I gr- think growing up, uh, my brother kind of found the boundaries for both of us. So I, I never had to push that hard because I was like, oh shit. I don't want to have to go. Th- <laughs> I don't want to have to go through that with mom. She's she's tough, 
<laughs> when she hits, it hurts. And I, I, I don't have a high tolerance for pain. So I never pushed the boundaries that much growing up. And maybe I should have. Yeah. Maybe that's part of the problem. But it's too late now. You know, I have to, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a grown man now. I can't let anything from the past like that overshadow what I'm trying to do now. So I just yeah. have to accept what's happened. And if there are new boundaries now I need to push, I can push against them because yeah, I'm I responsible think for myself now. That That's true. But you have, you have, you have set boundaries, whether it was the upbringing that, and that lack of confidence that comes with it, but you still have boundaries. You have self-respect, you have morals, you have, you know, good work ethic, those things. What I see as a parent, my kids have those, I feel like, you know, I can say they have those things, but Again, I think sometimes they get so caught up in, they expect, you know, we as a parent expect so much from them that if they do do something that they know we are not going to like or approve of, they find it easier just to lie about it. Right. And that's, you know, that's my issue, you know, right now is, you know, I've caught, um, both of Isabel and Priscilla in lies. And when you catch them in a lie, how does that make you feel? Um, in the beginning, the nat, the first instance, I get pissed off. Like I'm right. like extremely mad. Yeah. Um, then, you know, if it's, it's the same issue, then later on I find out, you know, let's just use Isabel as an example. that she's still lying to me, you know, then the second time I found out it was, um, I was, I had to stop, I had to step back because I didn't want to approach it the same way I did the first time. And so luckily that day or those days I was sick, so I couldn't really get upset or anything. But when I did, you know, my whole issue or my point to her was if you have to lie about things you're doing, then you're, you're living a lie. And you can't grow up and live a lie because you, it's it's just wrong. It's wrong for you to talk to somebody, look at them in their face, talk, you know, be nice, think that you're doing what they want them to do, but the whole time you're lying about it. That does not say very much about your character. That was my whole point. Like you, I get they don't want to upset. She doesn't want to make me mad or whatever, whatever, but line is not the route to go because then you get older and you go out into the real world and you're going to think that's the solution to every time that there's a problem. Yeah. And the more you do it, about it, the more you do it, the easier it becomes, which is yeah, really scary. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's bad. I mean, I'm trying to help you face real life issues and lying is not going to help the problem. It may seem like the easiest way to do it, but I said it, it always comes out. Always. So we're, we're, we're working through that stuff. So one of your but hopes for the future you, is that, that kids, your kids are honest. Yes. They're yes. not really bad kids, though, right? I mean, they're No. Not, 
I mean, if I told you things, um, you'd be like, what the heck? You That's know? true, because I still yeah, see them as I innocent. Even... I, I still remember them as innocent little girls. So, you know, they're going through their growing pains and whatnot. So, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. uh, they're capable of doing just about anything. Oh, yeah. I better not catch and... them. I'm not that calm. You know, um, you say that. Yeah, no. You know, but when you're in that situation, it's like, you know, you really don't know. I mean, your re- immediate reaction is might be bad. Just even afterwards, it's like, you know, as a parent, I think those times you learn as, you know, you know, you learn what the unconditional love means. Because no matter what they do, it hurts or you don't want to see them hurt, you 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 love them. You just don't stop. You know, and that's, I think that... I don't know, any, but keep saying you know, and maybe I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll turn around on you. I know, I know, I know, I know. I have to work on that. <laughs> I don't know why I say you know so much. Because you don't want it to be quiet for a second. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to figure out what to say, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you know. No, I, I get it. It's, yeah, look, I remember there have been, the closest I have been to a, being a parent, which is not close at all, is just being an uncle. And I've dealt with mm-hmm. my nieces and nephews. And they're, well, first of all, I remember the first time I had to yell at them for doing something that I was afraid was going to lead to something that would hurt them. Mm-hmm. And I... I, I, in my head, I stopped for a second. I was like, oh my God, I'm a grown up. Yeah. Because so, <laughs> growing up with. I your, have responsibility. I know. And it felt good in a way, but in, in another way, I was like, oh my goodness, that, my, my childhood's over. I'm no longer a kid, but I, I don't believe that anymore. I can be a kid as long as I want to. Yeah, but, I do too. But yeah, and I, and I realized as, as you were talking about this unconditional love, like I was yelling at them not. That would probably wasn't the, the best approach, but it wasn't out of anger. It was just out of concern that they were going to do something that would end up hurting them. Yeah. So, I, hey, I, I'm yelling at you out of love. You just don't understand right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, that's what I've had to learn is that they are going to do things that are going to hurt themselves, whether it's emotional a relationship or, you know, whatever that may be, you yeah. know, <laughs> I said that second, you know, on purpose. Okay. Just in case you didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that, but now I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, they, that's the, I think one of the hardest things that you just have to let them go and make those mistakes and hope that they don't hurt themselves and it's just 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 life like you don't want to see them make the same mistakes or go through pain or whatever right but they do well you can't protect them from everything and that's part i'm assuming again not a parent but as someone who's who's grown up with people who became parents so young, hint, hint, 
that's, yeah. I guess that's, that's part of your, your job as a parent is to teach them to take care of themselves when, when you can't do it for them. So right. at some point you have to trust that you've done all that you can and let them go out, out to the world and uh, let them make their own decisions. And because as much as you'll be there for them at some point, they do have to take care of themselves because one day you're going to die and you're not going to be around to do, to get them out of their messes. Right. And that's, you know what, I, that's exactly what I tell them. I'm like, when I'm, if I'm not here, if something happens to me, I want you guys to know, you know, what, what you, know, you have to do for yourself. You have to have responsibilities. You have to have self-respect, integrity. I mean, if, and if you're lying, it's just the start of a spiraling issue you know i mean it's just going to grow and turn to something worse and then you're looking at yourself uh at 38 thinking what did i do with my life <laughs> <laughs> or you could be 39 thinking the same thing thinking how could i have wasted so much time i wasted more than a decade of my life at this one place that i never wanted to be a career and it was destroying all my 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 hopes for achieving the goal that i had set as a teenager, oh wait, are we talking? We're talking. You're talking about your life, and I'm talking about my life. Yeah. Regrets. Because I've had a few. Some might say too few to mention, but I'm going to mention them anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, well, like, all right. So my my hopes for my my family's future. My my oldest niece is in college right now. She seems to be doing really well. I don't worry about her as much, which might not be fair to her, but. I, you know, she's, for all intents and purposes, she's a good kid. She's had mm -hmm. her, you know, she's had her time when she's been caught lying or sneaking out and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Typical teenage stuff. And now she's in college and I know that she drinks and she's probably, you know, tried some other stuff. But mm -hmm. I, I feel like I can trust her enough to make good decisions. So because of that, I don't worry about her as much. Mm -hmm. But my other nieces, I don't even know if they have any intention of going to college, which, which scares me. But... I hope that they find something that they enjoy doing and I hope that they're, they're teenagers now. They're almost college age, but in a lot of ways they still seem so much younger. Like their, their level of maturity isn't to their age yet. And, and I'm, I worry about them because I don't know how prepared for the world they are. And, that that makes me feel bad to say that because they're they're my nieces and you know I have mm -hmm. a part as as an uncle I take some part of that responsibility of preparing them for the world too because I have to at least at the very least teach them by example right and I don't I should call them more often I don't because that's just me I don't like I don't call anybody except you and mom Mm -hmm. But I, I really should make that effort more just to be a bigger part of their lives. That was one of the reasons why I moved back to Texas. But my hope for them is if they don't go to college, I hope that they have some idea of what they want to do with their lives. Because yeah. one of them is, is really athletic. The other one, she's more, uh, I don't even know how to, like, she's more into, like, fashion and and. 
not not really cosmetics like you know she she doesn't mm-hmm. i don't think she's big into like makeup but you know she likes to to dress nicer and right and be more fashionable and stuff like that so maybe mm-hmm. you know i don't know if that's a career option that she's ever thought about but you know i i, just, I hope that she's able to find something that makes her happy i mean that, i'm sure that's a hope for a lot of people but without going to school for something I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how easy it's going to be for her and her sister. And my my nephews, you know, they're just they're 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 boys, and life is pretty easy for for guys. Well, not not I shouldn't say that, but life is a lot easier right now anyway for males than it is for females. And they're both you know pretty good students. I'm sure they both have college ambition so i don't worry about them as much either mm-hmm. and again i all all my nieces and nephews I, I could probably stand to call more and just be there for them if or let them know that i'm there for them because they might have forgotten because i yeah i don't pick up the phone you're a horrible uncle i know <laughs> they all have iphones oh. i can facetime them actually you know what one weekend i facetimed Three of my nieces and none of them answered. <laughs> <laughs> One of them did call me back though. That's too funny. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, maybe that could be a goal, cause. I don't know. I'm a Make bad it a goal. Uncle. You're not a bad uncle. I am. It's just well, they no, reach I'm, the age too, where they're they're they're. Even though it's the age that they need it the most, they also reach the age where you can call them and check on them and whatever, and it's it's not going to phase them at all. Right. That's just the reality. I mean, it's just they're not going to have time. They don't want to talk. I know. I get that. I remember. I remember going through that phase. I think. I think our generation is more understanding of that than the previous generation. Mm-hmm. Because. I don't know, I guess with technology and stuff moving so fast, we've kind of grown into it and understand, like, you know, it, kids communicate in a different way than we did when we were that age. Oh, gosh. I don't even think it's called communicating. Yeah, and the way... I, mean, I don't think that's a, what they do is not communicating. <laughs> well, communication. that's because we're old. But the way our parents <laughs> communicated when they were our our age or, or you know, or the net, this current generation's age is like a world apart from what's going on. Oh, now. Yeah. So yeah, it's easier to communicate. It's easier to that avenue to communicate is easier, but like like you were saying, the actual communication might might not be there. So Yeah. I don't know. I need to yeah. I need to take those avenues to communicate more often. Absolutely. Sometimes I um you know, real quick, because I know we probably have to wrap up. Um, even at work, I mean, you know, everything's done a lot through email. Um, nobody really picks the phone. You know what's and funny, though? The type of work, huh? Even email feels old to me now. Yes, but it's, it's, it's so bad sometimes that people need things in writing, which right. I agree. But... When there's so much back and forth and emails have their own tones 
and people misinterpret and don't really understand. And there's so much back and forth that I've started to, like, I'll call first and let them know, you know, hey, there's an issue and I'm going to follow it up with an email. And this is this is kind of what I need, but I'll, I'll send it to you in an email so that, you know, you're, you're clear on what, it, you know, what's going on. Yeah. There are some people I work with that just back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, you're getting nowhere. You're getting pissed off. You're getting your feelings hurt. And there's really no reason. Just pick up the freaking phone or walk across and talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's not always easy to do. Yeah, because but... the one thing you lose when you're something is in writing or via email or text or something, you don't get that inflection in the voice. You can't tell no. someone how you can't you don't get a tone. So yeah, somebody might say something kind of flippantly, just offhanded as as a joke or whatever, and it, it's taken as serious on the other end. Mm-hmm. So even though they're communicating via email they're not getting that full message that's being sent because of the nonverbal communication. You can't right. You can't email nonverbal communication. Cuz we we've, we've drifted so far off topic now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my hope for the future is that you can send nonverbal communication via email. <laughs> oh, and my hope is that as tough as you are behind that email, you can be as tough in person. <laughs> Oh my goodness! It's usually that's not the case. You're a lot more bolder behind the keyboard than you are face to face. Yeah, that's like um, some uh, some radio shows that I used to listen to. They would call them telephone tough guys. They'd call in and be all tough and stuff like that. But when they would offer to let them come down to the studio and say that in person, all of a sudden they're you know backing out. Yep. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Telephone tough guys. Yep. I wish I was a I guess tough guy. Could be keyboard tough guys. Oh, they're called trolls. oh goodness well cuz I think it's getting close to that time well you gotta poop again no I have to do my rinse (laughs) oh right. well before before I go cuz I want to recommend something to you okay it's a show on Netflix that I just I started watching last week and I finished the whole season already is it called a nightmare no Okay. You never finished that one. It, this is a, no, it's I a series. Out. Yeah. Okay. This is a series. It's called Glow. It's about women's wrestling in the eighties. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember Glow wrestling from the eighties? The gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Vaguely. Okay. Kind of, sort of. Well, it's a fictionalized account of when that how that wrestling organization got started. So there's a real life wrestling organization called Glow. But this is a made-up story of how it got started, and the characters are made up and stuff like that. But it's really well done. It's fun. It's funny. It's interesting. And it's even though it's you know kind of the goal of the wrestling was to kind of exploit women. It's mm-hmm. the show in in a weird way is really empowering to women. I I think personally, because a lot of the creative forces behind the show are women. A lot of episodes were directed by women. Mm-hmm. And I think you would enjoy it because it has that 80s throwback feel too because it takes place during the 80s. Well, I think I'm going to um, 
if I can get my internet to work, because I can't get Netflix in my room, but that is something that I will make a, to add to my list I hope of goals do. to do. <laughs> yes, please watch a few, at least a couple of episodes. We'll do. All right. We'll do, because. Well, since your internet's been broken, I guess you can't recommend anything to me. Um, I would recommend um, maybe texting your nieces and nephews. That's what I would recommend. Right. I'm gonna be a bitch about it. <laughs> just let them know. Just I just call. <laughs> Shut to up. Say, <laughs> I love you. And I don't know the rest of the song. <laughs> Thank goodness, because I think you might have to pay for the rights to it. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because well, it's it's time for me to go. Time for you to what? To go. Huh. G-O. You never heard that? I thought you said D-O. <laughs> well, it's part of that too, but I All right, guys. after a while. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but it's time to say goodbye. I'm going to let you take this one since I took the opening and, and I rocked out. Oh, I can't rock out. You don't have to it's rock time out. time to say goodbye. Voice is here. No lyrics. Come on, cuz. I can't. It's time to say goodbye to the number two podcast. My cousin's gonna rinse her ass right now, cuz she's got those Roy Raging, Roy Oh, cuz, help me out. It's called a feature. Oh. Fisher, 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 Fisher. I'm about to put it in the water, water, water. Okay, Okay, go soak your butt, (laughs) cuz. Good luck. Maybe next week you can give us an update. I hope everything's getting better in that area. All right, cuz. You know what? Good good show. No, I didn't really like like the show. Are you serious? We were trying something different, and I don't think it was working out. No. I'll, I'll let you know after I finish editing it. But everyone, thank okay. you for listening. I hope that you have a great future plan for yourself. And I hope that it, that a lot or all of it can come true. That's a good ending, cuz. Yeah, and you just stepped on it. Thanks a lot, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cuz. Right, I'll talk I'm to you later, it up. Take care. All right, you too. Bye. Bye.